0: hands are open. David had something of the revelation when he said, he opens his hand and he satisfies the desire of every living thing. In his presence, there's fullness of joy and at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And I'm a little bit messed up in myself this morning. I just, I I caught myself being caught up in the beautiful nature of my Father. Your revelation of His goodness is still too small. Your revelation of His mercy is still too small. Your revelation of His kindness is still too small. And I know we will grow and probably into eternity we will keep on discovering something of the beauty of Him. I don't think that's an ocean we'll get to swim in all eternity. We'll get lost in Him again and again and again. And uh, I'm not going to teach because I, I, I believe it's where God's not leading. But, you know, face to face was always His idea our good gospel starts with for God so loved face to face has always been his idea the longing to have communion with you it's his idea it's his desire more than it's yours and he is more committed to this than you I was trying to explain to my middle boy something of the nature of the father, something I see in my Abba, in my father, the creator. And I, and I sat him down and I said, Gilan, where is your beginning? And he looked at me and he said, the day I was born. And I said, in, in, in some way it's true, but it's your physical body got born there, but it's not your beginning. Your beginning stretches a little bit further back, a couple of years before you were born, I had a dream in my heart. I started praying for a little boy. I wanted a boy. Sikilan, you didn't start the day you were born, it's not your beginning. You began years before in my heart. And then I said to him, But you know, That's not even your beginning. Your beginning is eternal. Long before anything was made or created, there was a father, a son, and a spirit. And in his heart, a dream, a desire was born for a little boy called Gilan. That's where you begin. You've always been wanted. You've always been loved. I have loved you with an everlasting love. It was I who knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Isaiah 46. He speaks to the nation of Israel and he tells her, listen to these words. I held you before you were born. And then he goes on to say, and I will be the one who holds you when you're old and gray. You have always been wanted. Always been loved. He is that good. I love Moses has this exchange with the Lord. In Exodus, you can go read it. Especially though, with the 34 with the stone tablets. And, and then the Lord wanted to reveal his name. Scripture says his name, in other words, his nature. He wanted to reveal to man his nature. This is who I am, Moses. Scripture says, and the Lord moved before Moses. And he announced his nature and he said, I am the Lord, the Lord. And the first, thing he, the first thing he mentions about himself is what? I am merciful, full of mercy, gracious, compassionate, abounding in love. Paul catches, latches onto that revelation and he calls him, when he prays, he is, calls him the father of all mes- mercies. In other words, he's the originator of it. It started in him. Not when man st- sinned. It's always been his nature. I, I love John 17. I've been, I've been wrestling with this question. Um, what was God doing before anything was made? Have you ever asked that question? What was He before He had to rule over anything? What was He before He had to heal someone? What was He before He had to create or make? What was He before He had to restore and redeem? Jesus says, John 17 verse 24, The Father has loved me, before the foundation of the earth was laid in other words in the words of the son this is what God's been doing eternally before anything made he was a father loving his son it's what he's always been you see that sometimes fathering is not a quality in him father is what he is and all the other attributes and excellencies and glories stems forth, it flows from that beautiful nature. He's always a father. And he's always wanted a family. Oh, you are loved this morning. You don't know how much. I don't know how much. Tosa said the most important thing about us is what comes into our minds when we think about Him. What is the first thing that comes into your mind when you think about Him? Here's a question, and I'm finishing up, wrapping up, what do you call it? If you were to walk into this building right now, the Father, He would come into the front, stand behind this and look for you. And then he catches you. And he he goes through everyone and he gets to you and he stands face to face with you. The Father, what do you believe you would see in his face? Do you honestly believe that you would see in his face? Try harder. I'm so frustrated with all your empty promises. Your false starts. How many times have you said, "I'll never again"? That's my story, <laughs> you know. I'm so frustrated with your. You, you, you should have been further. Or do you think you'll see eyes that smiles? A voice that say, hey, I love to live inside of you. I love to live inside of you. I love to be with you. Because He doesn't love us when we get to what we should be, because none of us are as we should be. He loves us now as we are perfectly. And you see, it's that love that does not work in us. Someone told me a couple of weeks ago, don't, don't teach too much about His goodness and His love. Because people might think it's a trump card to slip into compromise. And then I said, well, then I'm not doing a good enough job to talk about His goodness and His love. Because if you see Him, His message is simple. It's come. Come. You're weary. Come. You're tired. Come. You see, it's not fix yourself and come. It's just come. I've been fixing hearts for 6,000 years. Just come. Come into the big rest. Into the beautiful mystery of this. I know you might think when it comes to him there's not much in you to love, but he feels different than you. He can't take his eyes from Do you really honestly believe that you are worth the death of another? Because if you don't, you don't fully, truly understand the gospel. Oh, you are loved by the most beautiful Father. And I, I love the story of the prodigal son and I'll land with this. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible and I pray that this will speak to your heart again. And I have to say, I am bringing it a little bit unbalanced because he's full of mercy and completely committed to justice. But sometimes we just need to Joy. Jesus tells a scandalous story to Pharisees and Sadducees. They're sitting there, and um, you see, this is the great revolt. The, the fact that Jesus calls Yahweh Father, Abba, and the heresy that he calls himself his son. And so these ears are listening, and he tells a story. We call it the prodigal son. It's not really the story of the prodigal son because it's the story of a father. And this father has two sons. And both is mentioned in different ways. But I'll do it in short, a recap. The youngest of the two comes to his father. He can't wait for his father to die to get his share of the inheritance. So he just goes to his dad. He says, dad... I want my part of the inheritance now. I mean, I want to go live my life and I can't wait for you to die. That's basically what he's saying. Can I have my portion now so that I can leave? Rebellious. For some reason, this good father gives him the portion and off the son goes to a foreign land. loses it all women, parties food sin, the flesh loses it all that's scandalous for the father and at the end of this young man's journey he finds himself in a pig den, feeding pigs starving, hungry there's famine in the land and he, in this mess he's in makes a plan and the plan is simple i've seen my father's servants they have food and he's a good master he takes care of them maybe i know i can never be accepted back as his son i mean that's it you know that in the day that jesus was telling that story the law of deuteronomy was still standing how to deal with the rebellious son do you know how they dealt with the rebellious son They took the rebellious son to the city gates and the elders of of the city would stone him to death and that's how they purged evil from the land. That boy knew he was taking a chance, even going back. What was waiting for him was justice and that justice was death. You see, it's your story and it's my story. But he thinks maybe there's a chance, you know. I'm going to go back And then this is what I'm going to say to my father when when I see him. I will say to him, before he says anything, I will say to him, I am unworthy to be your son. I am a rebellious boy, I know. I am unworthy to be your son. But maybe, maybe you'll find some mercy in your heart that you would take me in as a servant and I will serve you. Maybe, maybe, without any other options, the son sets foot, goes back home. And now, here's where the story gets beautiful. And it says, when the father saw him from afar, that father went to that same little place in the road, every day longing, hoping he would see his boy come back. And this specific day, he looks and he sees a man. He doesn't look like his son anymore. The man that's coming is much thinner, broken, filthy, dirty. He's been sleeping with pigs. Somehow the father gets a glance and he realizes it's him. It's him. And he picks up his skirt and he runs. And he gets to his boy. And you know why he ran? He ran because mercy was interrupting the justice due to the son at the gates of the city. The father was more committed in that moment to mercy than to justice. He wanted to see his son restored. So he runs. He gets to his boy. And now the boy is his chance. You know, he's kind of overwhelmed. He's not seen his dad. The last time he left, it was like, you know, I wish you were dead kind of thing. Everything is wasted. He has nothing to show. And he starts talking. You know, if you can only, you know, I'm unworthy to be your son. But scripture says the father embraced him. I mean, this is now Jesus revealing the nature of his father. And he said he embraced him and he started kissing him all over. And then at one point, the father interrupts the son's little plan turns to his servant and listen he says to his servant quickly come run get the rope and the ring and the shoes and tell the others they should get a lamb get a fire going there's a party tonight but come quickly bring it and you know why the father was interrupting the son oh, before the son could misidentify himself as a servant in that father's field Father, wanted to restore him back to sonship. Before you think you are unworthy of my love, let me restore you back. And the servant comes running back and he takes that filthy rags off, puts his rope on, puts his finger ring on his finger, That's old sandals. before you misidentify as someone you're not let me tell you who you are you are my beloved beloved son you see some of us have come back to the house of the father but we've not been restored back to beloved I feel the Father wants to do two things this morning. Apart from revealing His beautiful nature, He wants to restore sons and daughters back to beloved. Back to worthy of my love. He's merciful. He's compassionate. He's unending in love. There's no darkness in him. He is perfect in goodness. And it's that goodness that leads us to repentance. Just for a moment, close your eyes, just everyone here. I know I'm asking something so. but I really do believe he's moving upon hearts with his beautiful nature if you have struggled to connect with him as father because of whatever reason maybe you, you did not have a good father there's just a longing in you. you you feel more like someone on the outside than someone in the house you live empty of the embrace of the one who made you and you want him to just come and wrap you up in his arms Pull you to his heart and just hold you there. And I feel some of you you need to let go and let him pick you up. Fill you with his love. If that's you, just stand for me for a moment. Because I want to pray for you, that's all. There's no pressure. If got an ache for this Father Eve you know I I see there's someone here you believe with all your heart he is constantly disappointed at you constantly disappointed And matter of fact you actually think he's angry at you it's a deep pain in your heart There's someone, there's a deep pain in your heart. You're not gonna be in a hurry. Just just allow him to come. He wants to, you know that you don't have to do anything now. You will light it, but now you just need to say, Come Abba, come Abba, break me free from these lies about myself and about you and help me drink from your goodness today a father that loves me there's someone here you've tried so hard you actually think of giving up because you feel you're displeasing him wants to say to you it's not true I love you it's not true I love you I just stand with an open heart let him come I hear the father wants to say to you, you I'm never giving up on 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 you. I'll never give up on you. I'll never give up on you. There's someone here this week you said, "When will you give up on me?" I am saying I'll never give up on you. You're worth it. I'll go 10,000 times to the cross again for you. I feel this washing hearts. To see clearly the love. Some of you is planting next to a river again. You've been dry. Your roots have been dry. So put your hand on your heart. I'm just going to pray. Holy Spirit. Beautiful revealer of our Father kind one to each one that's hungering that's thirsty that's empty come and touch every heart right now your presence Lord. pick them up like a father would pick up a little boy, his little girl draw them close I see he's removing burdens from your shoulders grace in this place today. Enough grace. I see this a young man standing and you are in your heart very lonely. Father wants to come Let him fill you just a couple of more moments. Don't be in a hurry. Just enjoy. Just enjoy him. Breathe deeply and just enjoy him. He's good. sunrise over your hearts he's breaking the night with a beautiful sunrise warmth is coming back over the dead of night so Holy Spirit come and touch them in a deep way I ask in Jesus name Amen and amen. You can take your seats for a moment. And I'm almost done. That um, our friend with a beautiful beard. Yes. I feel like the Lord wants to say to you these specific words. Not that it will make sense, or maybe it will. I don't know. I felt to say to you, the Lord wants to say to you, I'm never giving up on you. never. Never giving up on you you are my delight and my joy you're my son you're the son that I love with all my heart and I have you in the palm of my hands and there are many days you feel you're not in it but I'm there with you constantly always Father I pray that you would bless your son That you would learn to live in the awareness of your nearness and your presence. I pray. Put your hands on his shoulder for me, just keep your eyes closed. never forget you because I love you think much of you and when I think of you I explode with joy you're my favorite son. I'm in love with you and I wanted you to hear these words too I'm proud of you Proud of you Because I search your heart I know what's deep inside Where others can't see There my eyes dwell I know you And I want you to know My smile is upon you I love to be your father and I want you to know my smile is upon you and how I love to be your father and I am your home I am where you belong Search other places, and you will find that I am your home, I am where you belong, and you are my son, my beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful son. You're my beautiful, beautiful son. You're my beautiful, beautiful son. Amen. Sit Put your hands on her shoulders. beautiful you are not a mistake and I can't tell you there's no words to explain how you ravage my heart again and again oh you so beautiful to me But the enemy has come in With a lie that you Are not good enough And suddenly you see All the things you think Is not good about you things you think aren't beautiful but it's all just lies and I want to come and uproot them one by one and set you free cause you you are beautiful to me I remember the day when I made I remember the day when I saw you first Oh, you took my breath away I wanted to pick you up and show you to the world And say, this is what perfect looks like This is what beauty looks like and I haven't changed my mind. Oh, I still want to pick you up and show you to the world. But you are struggling to see that. I remember when I had to choose the color of your hair. I, I went through it all and said, this, oh, this is perfect. Remember when I said what color eyes she would wear And I picked the best ones So my girl, just hear these words I've always wanted you My princess just hear these words I've always love you I ask you as we come to a close just, just be with me five more minutes. Us to, to sing to him, but I don't. I, I don't want us to stand. I want you to just be with him. Could I ask you to just close your eyes? Put your hand on your heart. belong to. started with you. to this time as loud as you can Some elder. And, and you know, I, I, I know, you know, sometimes it's necessary to bend a certain way for the Father to do something deep in us. And He is the God who disciplines those He loves, fully committed to justice. He's all those things. But today I want to encourage you with this one thing. Today, will you allow your heart to be touched by that beautiful nature, His kindness, His mercy, His unending love, that you would feast today on a Father that takes great delight in you just enjoy it. Enjoy being enjoyed by Him. You know, many of us have kids. How many times a day you have little kids? How many times a day do you hear your kids say, Daddy, look. Daddy, look. They're not really, they're not really looking to see whether you're looking. They're looking to see whether you are enjoying what you're seeing. It's in all of us. But something happens to us when we do see that Father looking. And when we do see that Father enjoying when He looks at us. And I pray today that you would feast on Him in that way. So Father, I want to pray. Melkbos, Lord, <laughs> this beautiful family in Melkbos, this passionate family, this warm family, this extravagant family, <laughs> this loud family, fill her with your presence and your beauty and your love more and more and more. Keep on drawing it to your face and your heart more and more and more. Keep on revealing who you are to her, the fullness of you, Lord, more and more and more and more. And teach her, Lord, to sometimes stay for long times in your arms. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.